I'm Lawrence Lanoff, and this is The Optimized Mind. The Optimized Mind is supported by my personal passion and all the amazing folks who love and appreciate my work and keep giving me the encouragement that I need to evolve and develop the five games in the face of the, well, I'm just going to call it what it is, the batshit crazy world that we have inherited. No matter what you believe, you have inherited this world. You may believe it is the right way. You may believe you have the only way, but it is still an inheritance. And it is a sex negative, shame based and very religiously confused world. That's what we've inherited with all these strong feelings about all of that. So what exactly is authenticity? We hear about this. This is a disease that has taken over our lives. You have been affected by, one way or another, authenticity and the myth, the delusion of authenticity. What exactly is it? Where did it come from? When I look up authenticity on the internet, there's a very simple thing here. It says, according to Rousseau, authenticity is derived from the natural self, whereas inauthenticity is the result of external influences. The existential philosopher Martin Heidegger, 1889 to 1976, said that authenticity is choosing the nature of one's own existence and identity. So Heidegger is, Heidegger is really the root of the problem. These were philosophers that came up with even the concept that coined the idea of authenticity. So, so many of us are focused on it. We're striving for it. We have no idea what the fuck it means or where it came from. And Heidegger's general, these were philosophical questions these guys were talking about. But we have, those things were stolen. Werner Erhard was one of the first people who stole it and popularized it. And we are stuck with this delusion of authenticity as if authenticity was an actual thing, something to be achieved. Those of you that understand the five games, you'll understand that authenticity, the way Rousseau describes it, authenticity is derived from the natural self, whereas inauthenticity is a result of the external influences. So you have a standard game one struggle of this over that. And essentially, that's that's how it is used. It's like you have this authentic self, but you're too fucking stupid and unenlightened to be in touch with it. If you have a cult leader, then the cult leader knows what your true authentic expression is, and you don't, you dumb, unenlightened piece of shit. That's basically what this episode is about. So authenticity comes from philosophy. It has been culturized. It has been taken over. It has been inculcated into our culture, into our philosophy, into our ideology. It's expressed everywhere from Deepak Chopra to Tony Robbins to, you know, standard spiritual practices. The myth or the delusion of authenticity is something that we are stuck with. So let's in a moment get into that. That's what this episode is going to episode is going to be about. But this is the optimized mind that you're listening to. It is the podcast about how you can be more human and help you demystify your spiritual life. Authenticity is fucking you, even if you don't know it. So my goal in this show is to help you demythologize that part of your life, demystify, understand what authenticity is or how it is being misused and used in abusive ways, which is which is what has happened now. Basically, we use this authentic, not authentic as a way to essentially police people uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. That's what we do. So this podcast is to help you generally unfuck your mind so you can reclaim your own power. Reclaim your own power. But that is an adult decision. It's not... Uh, uh, like this God-given force. That is, a, that is an adult decision that takes that comes out of really genuinely looking at things that help improve the quality of your life. And there's so much spiritual spiritual work. And when I, the way I use spiritual work, I'm just saying like there's adult work that has to be done in order for you to understand these things. 
So this show is about unfucking your mind so you can reclaim your power and in doing so, reclaim your pleasure and the pleasure of living your life right now the way you want to do it, the way you want to experience it, you know, and that takes work and it doesn't fall off the truck and it's not magical thinking. In the last episode, we spoke to Adina and she taught us a little bit about her path of optimizing sex and pleasure. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about my experience over a weekend with dealing with people completely stuck in the delusion of authenticity. That is what this is. Fasten your seatbelt because the optimized mind begins right now. Lawrence. Welcome to another episode of The Optimized Mind. Well, I'm going to tell you um, this episode is pretty interesting. You know, I tend to record things when I'm feeling them. And this afternoon when I recorded this particular piece that you're about to listen to, I was feeling pretty intensely. So if you want to see my New York City street self come through the streets of New York, then listen to this podcast. If you want to think of a kinder, gentler Lawrence, then maybe not so much. I do like to share these in the moment. I wrote my book, A Course in Freedom, this same way I would have these super profound meditations and understandings. And I would, from the spaces that I was actually experiencing, I would write the chapters of the book. And similarly with this podcast, as I'm feeling things, as I'm being emotionally moved by things that I just, things that I really want to share, um, things for people who really want to snap out of the the craziness of this life that we've inherited, uh, I, I record in the moment. I record in this reality. I record in my experience. And I love it. I love the passion of it. And I love sharing that passion with you. And it's emotional. And for a lot of people, you know, if you're coming with standard kind of religious or spiritual mythology, then, you know, for a lot of you, it'll be like, oh, well, you can't be who you say you are because you're upset. But of course, the idea that enlightenment or spiritual awakeness or awareness is means that you don't get upset is, you know, that's just another mythology. And, um, I can, I can tell stories on and on about that, but I'm just awake and pissed off simultaneously. And that's not for me to explain. And, you know, I just want to share with you that you can, you know, you can be waking up and be, feel what you feel, you know, without it having to mean anything. Um, these, these mythologies of perfection and, you know, what spirituality is. I, I was having a conversation with somebody today and, um, they asked me the a simple question, you know, kind of like questioning, who I am and where I come from and all of that. And it's fine. Like, I don't care. I mean, my experience is my experience. Like you, you can't, you, there's nothing to say about that. It's like, I've experienced it. Like I can't be like, Oh, it didn't fit your model. So therefore I didn't experience that's crazy. So I, um, 
So this person asked me a question. They were like, well, you know, they're trying to dig around to find a vulnerability in me or some sort of thing, which, you know, I mean, it's not that hard to do. But anyway, they were pushing and they're like, well, what do you really want? You know, what is it that you want? Where, where are you? You know, I said, what I want is a cash machine. I'd like a cash machine printer. And this person's response was, well, that's not very spiritual. That's not very enlightened. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, what do you think the Dalai Lama has? The Dalai Lama has a fucking cash machine because we've inherited a world that, you know, that requires cash. So just because, I mean, why do you think the guy's smiling? I mean, he's basically got somebody to wipe his ass, you know, on payroll. Like you've got to, or he's got people that are just devotees and even better. They just, you know, donate their time for free. But the bottom line is you're flying on planes, planes take cash, hotels take cash. You know, you got to pay for shit. That's the world we live in. So if you want to move with a certain ease on planet Earth, cash really helps. Uh, so that's that's it. I mean, I think that's actually the most, one of the more, quote unquote, authentic, enlightened responses there is because it's based in reality. So anyway, so this podcast is coming from a very, uh, you know, just just a juicy kind of the injustice of it all space. And so you'll, you know, and I'm just sharing that, that, uh, righteous rage with you and unfiltered, you know, I just want you to hear it. And I mean, if you're, if you know me, you know that there are times when I'm just telling it like it is regardless of people's opinions. Like I just don't care what you think. And, um, and that of course is part of you know, part of my charm, I guess. I mean, I'll tell you how it is. And, and, uh, you know, and I, I am happy to express my rage about it. I think rage is a, such a powerful and beautiful emotion. And if you focus that rage, I mean, my God, like you can just do just about anything. So, so I share that with you. I shared vulnerably, but not because I, and like, I think that's the real me. It's just, I share it with you because I know a lot of people will judge it and have a problem with it and, you know, be like, well, that's not spiritual. And it's like, not in your construction of spirituality, but in the world I live in, you know, rage, sensation, like this is part of life and it's a beautiful thing. And I would argue that the humanity of it is actually what, demonstrates that in fact I am awake and alive and living and it's not that mysterious and it's not that complicated. So that's what I'm sharing with you. Um, additionally, just before we begin this episode uh, or get into the content, um, I will say that one of the reasons I teach about sex and sexuality is because it it really brings up a lot of energy for people. It really challenges them. And in order for you to start to think about pleasure and freedom and even cash, you know, things that make you feel good, things that the world tells you are selfish and wrong. Um, when you, when you do the work you need to do to, to kind of just deal with truth and reality, not truth with a capital T, but just the truth of reality, like the reality of reality, there's a certain amount of work you have to do on yourself to really grapple with these things. And some of that work is uncomfortable. And one of the things that really does that is sexuality. So that is, uh, in fact, when I first woke up, like I very quickly moved into sexuality and teaching in sexuality because I'm like, holy crap. I mean, if this is it, if this is all we have, man, you better learn to feel good on your path. You better learn how to feel good and maximize that feeling because the world is basically teaching you how to just feel shitty. Oh, man. So anyway, so here's the episode. Enjoy. And I will see you inside the optimized mind. The decisions you make today 
are the seeds of your tomorrow. Life is filled with spiritual bait that is trying to take you in an infinite number of directions, all of which will lead you to the same place, which is nowhere. We're looking for authenticity and we're looking for presence, meaning, and direction. But the paradox of all of those things is there's no way to get there from where you are. The problem in life is what you believe that's incorrect. So many things in life that cause us genuine shame and guilt are because we're asking the wrong question. Because if you're dealing with reality, all of the things you've been struggling with, maybe around sex, body, self-esteem, depression, all of those things begin to drop away when you see life clearly. You see, there are only five games that human beings play regarding sex, money, and spirituality. Those are the same five games we play over and over again. The question is, what are you upgrading your life with? Are you upgrading your life with more BS, more belief systems, or are you upgrading your life with reality. The future you will never be unless you change right now. Hey everybody, it's Lawrence. And I have a podcast that I think is so important that I'm actually stopped on the side of the road to record this podcast. That's how important I think it is. This is the Rosetta Stone of cults. And I am going to lead you on an adventure about the Rosetta Stone of cults. I'm actually going to teach it to you in this episode. Yes, this is the cult breaker. This is it. This is the thing. If there is a thing, this is it. So how do you determine in your life? Like, how do you determine what to do, where to go, your spiritual path? There's so much stuff out there. So much noise. I am currently at a beautiful event, technically. I mean, I'm at festival. And the reason I'm recording this is because as I was sitting at festival, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, honestly, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is going on? Why am I so, well, this is a strong word, but it's a real word. Why am I so repulsed the second I arrive at these events? And it's funny because I'm teaching here. I'm teaching here. But occasionally, as in the case, this case, a friend of mine pulled me in and asked me if I would be open to teaching. And he said, you know, it's great people, great event. And me being a kind of go with the flow sort of person, at least somewhat, um, I will say yes to things, not really considering what it is that I'm wanting to have or experience. And so, you know, what ends up happening is I frankly lead a, a fairly isolated life in the sense that, uh, like most people, I have a small circle of close friends. And one of the reasons is because I'm looking for people who don't do what I'm about to share with you. And so this has been like, it was such a great trip because I'm at a festival that is operating under an underlying principle. And I've been aware of this, but it didn't come into clarity, not at this level, not at the Rosetta Stone, not at the level where I could sit down and record this podcast for you as the Rosetta Stone for dealing with cults. 
So I'm going to take you on a little adventure. I'm going to tell you some stories and I'm going to lay out to you the secret, the Rosetta Stone, the thing that if you listen to this will give you back your power and whether it's Tantra or yoga or the, the myriad of forms of the social disease called est that continue to perpetuate, whatever it is, you will now have an understanding of the underlying principle that these trainings are based on. Now, how did this social virus get so strong? Frankly, probably just simply like all other belief systems got so strong through repetition. Smart people saying the same thing over and over again. Governments do this. Religions do this. And it's based on the fact that if we hear an idea... If the seed is planted and that seed is spoken over and over again, people will come and join the party. So that is how I come to be sitting at this on the side of the road in my car. Had to figure out the whole electrical system because my laptop was running out of power. You will hear cars and motorcycles in the background because I am on the side of the road. But it's so important that now is the time. And the one principle that I do follow in my life is when the muse sings and the song is clear, I write that shit down or I record it. And in this moment, I am recording it for you. So, if you don't know me, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast... I'm going to sound like an arrogant fuck. That's just how it is, right? It sounds like you read the back of my book cover and it says, I am a fully enlightened being. And that happens to be true. It happens to be true. Based on the mythology of enlightenment, I have fulfilled the requirements of the myth. Now, this gives me a tremendous amount of clarity because most people are on their path to attain enlightenment. I achieved enlightenment 12 years ago. So I'm, you know, that's not my quest anymore. Now, the outcome of enlightenment you know, that is, that's what people, if they're going to get in my face, that's what they get in my face about, right? I know that somebody coming out and saying that ruffles a lot of feathers, but it happens to be true. I have attained enlightenment and I have also, I've, I've attained clarity, which I think is far more important than enlightenment. Clarity and seeing clearly is the one thing that will guide you in your life. And the spiritual stories that are out there are just a bunch of not clarity, a bunch of noise. It's noise. It's static. And it occupies your time and your life and your energy. And, you know, it's really good at it. But it is not a path to enlightenment. I suppose I could do another show on how I achieved enlightenment. It was a very specific path. Not one that's prescribed in books. Like it wasn't going to Vipassana or any of these other things. I look at these things now like basically like kindergarten. But, you know, I mean, I'm totally cool with people doing whatever they want. I'm not, I don't. Like, I'm not, I I don't care. I speak openly because I have no choice. I have to speak directly. I understand that people don't like it. Not really my problem. I understand that probably 90% of the people listening to this 
will think they know what I'm talking about and they don't. How do I know this? Because I've taught what I'm about to share with you. I've taught clarity for four years now. I finally cracked my own code about how to teach enlightenment skills and clarity skills, and I can share those. They are actually shareable things. But they don't follow the dogma. You know, they don't follow Eckhart Tolle. They don't follow the Dalai Lama. They don't follow Buddha. They're, it's kind of a, uh, well, when I say it's new, it's kind of new. It's, it's a new thinking based on what is out there in the world. And what is out there in the world is a lot of shite. It's a lot of just, you know, traps leading you nowhere. And the problem with all these traps is they'll take you five or 10 years or 15 years to figure it out. And that time is gone. So I have a bunch of friends right now just sucked into the gratitude slash landmark slash life spring cult. And, um, you know, they'll come out the other side. It's inevitable. They'll come out the other side. It might take five, 10, 15 years, but they will. And then they're going to be faced with the same questions that led them into the cult to begin with. So look, cults are great. I'm all for them. I really am, believe it or not, uh, if that's your thing. You know, if you need organized religion, if you need people to tell you how to think, then yeah, it's a great place. You can meet, you know, quote unquote, like-minded people who are seeking in the same way you are and they will kind of come along with you and you guys will all believe the same thing and you can egg each other on and yada yada and that's great perfect that's not enlightenment it will not be a path to enlightenment but it is a path so let's get to the clarity that i have to you know my my path I really call my enlightenment, I had a first enlightenment that was like the enlightenment of the mind, where the mind shuts off and your mind gets quiet and it just stays that way, which is kind of how I live my life. I don't, you know, it gets chattery every once in a while, but for the most part, you know, it's, it's very, very quiet. I mean, that's probably a little problematic because I don't really, in that sense, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of like a live in the moment kind of guy, but not with that as a philosophy as just more of a, as a consequence. Like if you're not all stressed out and trying to retain information, which I'm not, um, you know, it's a little like, it's a little bit, I guess in a sense, like a cat or a dog, you're just kind of there hanging out. Uh, not a lot of narrative going on, but not that that's, good or bad, it doesn't really matter. It just, I don't have a lot of chatter in my life. And when I do, it's actually really surprising to me. It's very noticeable because it really interrupts my ability to perceive other people. But um, what I'm about to share with you is the essence of mental chatter. So the paradox is in the cult, I'm trying to teach you about enlightenment, but I'm doing so by, by kind of giving you a pathway of mental chatter and distraction. So here's the big, the big aha. And I'll, I'll tell you the big aha. I'll tell you the idea. And then I'll tell you where the idea fails for, for all of these spiritual paths. So the idea, the big idea that, that a majority of spiritual paths have right now is an idea about authenticity and you can think of authenticity as emotional rawness or emotional sharing or emotional vulnerability. And we're in a culture right now that values that emotional vulnerability and emotional clarity and looks at it like it's uh, like it's a like it's a badge, like it's a like it's a path to enlightenment. So when I was taking uh, gratitude training, which I got tricked into taking, but I did take it, um, you know, the, the, the group leader, the teacher, uh, this woman, Kathy, she, oh, whose website is like, I know everything.com or I have the answer to everything.com. I mean, that's fucking hilarious, but um, she, 
you know, would stand up in, in front of the room and teach these things and then suddenly break into some, just randomly start crying or have some emotional outburst. Um, and we viewers, you know, we unenlightened are supposed to see that as a, you know, as like the highest expression of authenticity and enlightenment. I mean, why else would you follow somebody who was so fucking miserable in their lives and listen to them and believe what they're believing with, you know, and not like look and say, gee, what is the quality of the life you're living? Like, how well are you getting fucked in your life? How much pleasure do you have? And the answer, as far as I can tell, seems to be very little. But hey, but follow me because uh, I have this kind of pseudo enlightenment, which is this kind of emotional self-expression where I'm just like, oh, yay, I'm amazing. I'm amazing because I, in a turn of a moment, can express my emotions. Ah, I'm so free and fluid. And so that is like what the enlightenment is as as our culture is the pop culture is defining it right now. So I have all kinds of friends that do this. I have teachers who have based their entire teachings on this uh, emotional authenticity. And um, and it's always kind of like, I've been like, huh, okay, cool. But it wasn't until I was here and, you know, you're just exposed to it every day, every class, everything that people are talking about, every fucking interaction I have is somebody who's wanting to drop in and connect which are code words for, I want to mind fuck you. I want to mind fuck you. Mind fuck you. So as I was heading to my car, somebody stops me and he's like, hey, brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. I want to drop in and feel you, connect with you which is code for, I want to mind fuck you. I want to add some emotional pressure. I want to break down your facade. I want to see the raw and real you. And once I break that facade and you're emotional and vulnerable and raw and I've broken through and show you what a piece of shit you are, then... We're relating authentically. Everything else is just a light. I'm making a reference to a joke. There's Bud, and then there's everything else, which is just a light beer. Uh, yeah, so there's like authentic, raw, expressed, emotional relating, or there's just your superficial, egotistical self. And I don't want to relate to that because I'm the center of the universe. And I want to relate to you in your authentic expression because I am so fucking amazing and I have it all figured out and we are to relate. It's like uh, zombies. New age zombies just spouting the same stuff. You cut the head off of one and there's 20 others in its place. <sighs> Ask me how I really feel. And for those of you, I mean, hopefully there are no listeners, but for those of you that might be passing by, like giving the podcast a listen and you're like, oh my God, that's so unenlightened of you. That's fucking funny is all I can say. That emotional expression, which is what I'm expressing right now. I am expressing rage, indignation that some douchebag can be the judge of my inner world and what's right for me. Like, no, you're nobody. I'm nobody. You are definitely nobody. That's my enlightenment. Deal with it. I recognize I am nobody. But you know what that gives me the power? That gives me the power to recognize that you are also nobody. So as a friend of mine used to say in the film business, they'd be like, okay, you're my sex advisor. You're, you are my sex advisor. And they're like, sex advisor? 
that sounds interesting. What do you mean? And I'm like, what I mean is when I want your fucking advice, I will ask for your fucking advice. Otherwise, please shut up. So I'll be right back with the optimized mind in a moment. It's Lawrence. If you happen to just be tuning in, I just got done with a rant about cults and people within those cults who think they fucking know everything and that they are the center of the universe. Narcissism, ladies and gentlemen. So, um,. Now let's talk about the insight and how this insight can help you create boundary and a psychological immune system against cults, cult leaders, and individual fucktards who think they know everything about everything. So, rule number one. Here's the thing. Here was the insight. I was doing an exercise with a friend based on an acting exercise in the Meisner technique. She sees something in me. She says, I see sadness. I am supposed to repeat. I am sad. And we go back and forth with this kind of mirroring. You are sad. I am sad. You are confused. I am confused. And we go back and forth like this. She sees something. I essentially acknowledge what she sees or quote unquote admit to what she sees. And we do this faster and faster until the mind breaks, which it will do. And of course, for most people, when the mind breaks, when it gets quiet, there's a big emotional rush of rage, anger, fear, whatever. And then the person who busted you is like, ha, 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 but not really. They're not doing that. They're compassionately, quote unquote, holding space. And they just feel like, okay, finally, I'm showing you your real authentic self And I am seeing your real, raw, authentic self. So if you're split open and snot is coming out of your nose and shit out of your butt and pee out of your pee opening and you're like all snotty tears and just (laughs) broken and raw, now I'm seeing the authentic you and I'm showing you the authentic you. That is essentially it. It was like the whole... ISTA training, the whole workshop, every fucking cult out there is doing the same thing, which is, you know, try to show you your busted, broken, quote unquote, authentic self, and then replant you with whatever their nonsense beliefs are and make you into little zombies of them. That is the process. It's basically like in that one Meisner exercise, which was stolen from acting class, but there's a lot of shit in the new age movement. In fact, all of it has been stolen, but a lot of the the, the new iterations come from acting classes, you know, so you're, you're just emotional vulnerability, boom, switch, had a change, snap. Oh yeah. So I'm talking to you on the podcast and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm just crying because I'm, I'm so moved. And then I'm <laughs> in laughter. <laughs> and that shows you that I am like emotionally enlightened. 
holy fucking shit. What that shows me is you're fucking batshit crazy. Not really. You just, you know, you just think your emotions are real things. So paradox, here we go. Here's the key. Here is the thing you need to know. There is no such thing as authenticity. Authenticity is a mythology. It's not a real thing. It's completely made up. The authentic self, I believe, came out of the philosopher Heidegger. Uh, But there certainly was a whole last century philosophical discussion on what it is to be authentic. But it is completely made up. It is a mythology. It is based on some asshole's idea of what the goal is of the human life. It is one of those diseases, viruses. It's kind of like the Ebola virus of the mind. Authenticity has stuck. It was based on one idiotic philosopher who thought that was the real thing. It's just made up. That stuff got canonized in Est and in the Meisner techniques of the world as if that was the holiest thing, the holy grail to get to the authentic self, which is this raw, emotionally vulnerable, broken down person. You get somebody there, and now they're at the real self. But actually, neurologically, what you've done is you've just busted their mind, which is basic brainwashing technique. You break a person down, super easy to do. I can make almost anybody cry in about 10 minutes, I don't believe that. Well, it doesn't matter what I believe. It is not their authentic self. It just becomes their disorganized brain. They don't know who they are because they're not, their brain isn't functioning in the way that they're typically used to it functioning. And so that can be very scary and vulnerable for somebody to have based their entire identity on whatever X thing. And then you break that and they're just like, I don't know who I am anymore. Well, right. Because your neurons aren't firing the same way. I've busted, I've interrupted that organization, that disorganized chaos, organized disorganization chaos of your neurology that you call you. Disrupting it is so easy to do. That neurology, your self-identity neurology, literally is 10 minutes away from being completely destroyed. And that's the problem. Cult leaders understand this, and that's why they put you in these things, but they're fucking amateurs Because they don't understand that I can disrupt you in like five minutes. I don't need to run you through an entire fucking weekend of boot camp. I can do it in like, I mean, honestly, there are probably ways in which I could do it in even less time. Something like a minute or two if I really refined the technique. But five minutes is good enough. Ten minutes is plenty. That's plenty of time to destroy your life. So... Bottom line is, is authenticity is based, and this whole thing is based on that there is an authentic self, that there is this invisible reality, and that your emotions are in touch with that invisible reality, and that by breaking you, I lead you to that place, and you now can experience that invisible reality, and you can... Um, really live in an authentic place where basically you're fucking constantly busted up and then the cult leader just has to come by and say some fucking dumbass, you know, Zen Koan kind of question like, but how are you really feeling? And then I just spin your top for a while and while you're fucked up, I have full access to your vagina or ass or whatever it is that I'm into as the cult leader while you're all screwed up and then... uh, You're just so easy to manipulate and certainly take sexually advantage of. That's the game. That is the game. I'm going to fuck you up so I can fuck you. And as soon as you have a problem with it, I will just say, look, you're just not enlightened. You don't get it. You don't see life the way I see life because I have it figured out. You just don't get it. That's the essence of narcissism, by the way, where I believe that I actually am tuned into your inner reality and I know your inner reality better than you do. I mean, that is narcissism. So we basically have an entire cult system and spiritual system based on narcissism and probably schizoid personality disorder. And um, yeah. That leads us to where we are. So here's the big secret. 
Your emotions are temporary things. They have no basis in reality except in extreme situations. Your mirror neurons can give you some mind-reading abilities, but they... If anybody is worth their weight in salt, they can mask their true intentions. Humans are great at that. And this whole thing of like, if I break you, that is your true self. That is not your true self. That is just you without a sense of self. And that is not the truth of who you are. You're just, that's just you as a disorganized brain fucking freaking out, trying to figure out how to get it reorganized. If I can break it for eternity, which is what people like Manson did, um, you'll never be able to reorganize and you'll always be a disorganized self, just open, kind of an open hole that is open to instruction. Nicole Deodone, she's a master at this. She just busts people up and, uh, and gets them into this kind of quote unquote, vulnerable, open state where they're easy to program and turn into automatons. Manson was good at doing it, like busting people forever. Uh, Many cults, religions, they're pretty good at that too. Catholicism, great at it. Haven't studied enough of Islam to know, but but it seems like they're doing some really good brainwashing. They're certainly marketing their brainwashing really well. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, everybody's brainwashed, but if you're going to brainwash yourself, at least brainwash yourself into a reality that makes you feel good. So bottom line, here it is. The Rosetta stone is, there is no such thing as an authentic self or a true self. You're basically, your brain is organized or it's in a state of kind of language center shut down, temporal lobes shut down, so no time, no language. And you either experience that as some kind of enlightenment or bliss, or you're fucking freaking out. And most people are freaking out. And then you give the mind impossible tasks, which is what a good cult leader does, you know, be authentic. Well, guess what? There is no such thing as authenticity, so it's an impossible task. So all you can do is do these stupid, annoying things, which is get in people's faces and quote-unquote call them on their shit, and they quote-unquote call you on their shit. uh, uh, You call them on their shit, and that is an enlightened relationship. David Data, fuck yourself. That is bullshit. That has nothing to do with anything. That is just how to be miserable in pain and in agony psychologically for the rest of your life while you claim to be enlightened. There you go. It's a good way to get sex. Mind fuck people, open their holes. That's a good thing. They're so distracted with how fucked up they are. You have free access to their openings. That's fair. But it is what it is. So the bottom line is there is no authentic self. So all this work based on authenticity is a bunch of hooey. I can prove to you in about five minutes that your emotions are incorrect most of the time, if not all of the time. They're not an accurate map to reality because what the fuck is, like who has the authentic expression of reality? What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about game one or game two. Game one, struggle with your ego in your mind, an impossible task, till it breaks, and then you will see the truth, which is game two, my way. I have it figured out. I know the way. I am the way. Jesus, I am the way. Buddha, um, I've got it figured out, and I must be right. Because I'm talking to God or the rocks or whatever, burning bushes or trees or whatever. Good for you. Um, There is no such thing. So there's your mind organized and functioning in space and time. And there is your disorganized, disrupted mind. And that's 
kind of all that's happening. So people apply emotional pressure to break you and that shows you your quote unquote raw state and it gives them total 100% power over you. So fuck you, all the people who want me to quote unquote drop in and show you who I am. This is who I am, motherfuckers. This is who I am. Deal with it. I have no problems with it. I don't care your opinions of what enlightenment is. I don't care. I have my experience. You are nobody to tell me what my experience is. You don't have a fucking clue about your own experience. So please leave me and my listeners alone. Mind your own fucking business. Tie your own shoes. Not mine. I'm not asking for your help. If I write you a check, then you are entitled to drop in with me. Otherwise, shut the fuck up and mind your own fucking business. If I'm writing you a check and we're in some sort of business agreement where I am hiring you to be a douchebag, great. Otherwise, leave me alone because you know what? I'm fine. So there's no place to get to. What people see and or feel in you is just their own fucking narcissism. So you can just look at it and smile like a child. Like you look at a child who's talking about what kind of underwear Santa Claus wears or when Rudolph will come poop on your roof. It's irrelevant. So my advice What do you want? What makes you happy? As long as it's among consenting adults, do more of that. Spend more time feeling good. Think thoughts that make you feel good. That's not your ego. It's not a fucking spiritual bypass. Being broken and crazy and emotional and just changing like the wind this is not sanity. It's, uh, it's a whole bunch of nothing. It's a whole bunch of nothing. It's just turning disorganized mental states, fleeting emotional states into like some sort of authentic reality, which it's not. It's just a bunch of disorganized noise, which is what your brain emotionally is doing all the time, just being in a disorganized, freaked out state. And just because your mind is quiet and you're emotionally just flowing from one crazy fucking emotion to the next doesn't mean anything other than that's what you're doing. So stop. Your mind is irrelevant. Your fears are irrelevant. All this shit is irrelevant. It's noise. It's wasting your time. Do things that make you feel good. Focus on things that make you happy. Love more people in your life. Have more sex, self-pleasure more often. Meditate. Actually meditate. That's good. It's a good thing. But it's not meditating on like what fucking Buddha said or not meditating in Vipassana thinking about who you are. You're nobody. You're goo. You're cosmic goo that got organized for a little while and will cease to exist someday. That's it. That's fucking enlightenment because that's reality all this other shit is just made up clarity is enlightenment see your life clearly and wake the fuck up nobody's gonna save you jesus is not coming back the world is not gonna end in your lifetime you're not that important i'm sorry you're not that important So you don't deserve a fucking front seat to the most significant event in human history, which would be the end of the world. You're not there. Jesus is not returning in your lifetime. You are not that fucking important. You're cosmic goo. You're nothing. That's fucking enlightenment. You are fucking nobody. You will live. You will die. Fuck you and your fucking brain. I don't care. Leave me the fuck alone and I'll leave you alone. I will treat you with respect and you treat me with respect. I will leave your brain alone because I am fucking nobody and I know I'm nobody. 
The world is not coming to an end. Stop fucking thinking about it. Who cares? If it ends, it ends. You'll go back to cosmic goo. But you're not that fucking important that it's going to end in your lifetime. That's just narcissism center of the world thinking. And it is not reality. So shut the fuck up. Stop whining. Focus on things that are important to you. Like love your fucking family. Take care of an animal, a pet, a tree. Love yourself. And I don't mean love yourself like I love myself. I'm just saying treat yourself with some fucking respect. Stop breaking your own mind. Stop it. That's not respectful. Self-pleasure, because guess what? That little button down there feels good. That pole down there, rub it, stroke it, love it. Share with other people. Talk about what you want. Live your fucking life and stop looking for mommy and daddy to explain it all because mommy and daddy are and were wrong about pretty much everything unless your dad said hey i'm a bunch of cosmic goo don't listen to a fucking word that comes out of my mouth then they're just in a bunch of delusional nonsense god not god delusional nonsense all mythology all made up It's irrelevant. You are not that important. God does not care about every ass on your, every hair on your butthole. You're not that important. You're nobody. I'm nobody. Okay, so you're fucking successful. Big fucking deal. You're going to die just like everybody else. You're not that important. I'm sorry we live in a world where that, that, You know, when I say I'm sorry, what I mean is I'm annoyed as fuck that we live in a world where the most vocal people get to express their opinions and everybody listens to that and is like, wow, you're amazing because you made money. Fuck you. You just hacked. You got lucky. And now you're talking a lot of nonsense about your luck because you post hoc ergo proper hoc because after this, therefore, because of this, in other words, people make up shit about why they are where they are that has nothing to do with everything, anything. That's yoga. That's the entire lineage of every yoga class you've ever taken. I have become awake by doing these postures. Fuck you. I have become awake by sitting and staring at a wall thinking about who I am. Fuck you. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You have your head up your ass. And if you think... You can tell me about my life. You have another thing coming. And I will put this out. This is it. And then I'm signing off. I have a number that is in a location in Sedona, Arizona. It has been there for now 20 years. You tell me what that number is. You psychic person, whatever. You know, spiritual leader, whatever. Whoever the fuck you are. Tell me what that number is. If you can calibrate that number, then I'll let you tell me whatever I want, whatever you want about my life. But if you can't first tell me that number, you have nothing else to share with me. Because if you can't tell me something as simple as my number that I have had written down in said location in Sedona, Arizona for the last 20 years then you can't you don't deserve to tell me about my soul and my life and my karma or any fucking other thing so please shut the fuck up mind your own business if you know the number you can send it to me email it to me hit me up on the website twitter about it i don't care have a beautiful life you are free there is no such thing as an authentic self there is no such thing as authentic expression If you want a happy life, treat your mind as an egg fragile thing because that's how fragile it is. It is eggshell fragile. Stop letting people mind fuck you. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about, so they certainly can't tell you about your own life. So stop it. Focus on things that make you feel good because it's all made up anyway. You can orient your life around pleasure. And guess what? You're going to need some coaching around this. So if you do want coaching and this resonates with you, which is probably going to be one in like fucking 10,000 people, which is fine. I have, uh, I don't know, 
3,000 downloads at the time you're listening to this, so I only have 7,000 more to go before one person goes like, yes, I resonate with you. Well, then hit me up for coaching, and I will coach you and really lock this in for you and let you live a life of actual freedom, of enlightened reality, because that is the only thing. And I don't mean like the only way you can live your life however the fuck you want. What I'm saying is that is the way you can navigate your life and have the whole world make sense in its insanity because there are really only a few principles in operation. And um, one of them is that humans make up a lot of shit all the time. Another reality is I have a foul mouth. I grew up on the streets of New York City. I'm a street urchin. What the fuck else do you expect? And if you don't think that's enlightened, awesome. Turn the podcast off. Go on your way. Skedaddle. Give it to somebody who knows that that's absurd. I love you guys. Those that are listening and those of you that know me, look, you know my bristly exterior is just because I'm warm and squishy on the inside. And I love you guys and I appreciate you and I'm really looking for... The people who can groove with what I'm saying and actually want some true freedom. And I don't mean true with a cap T. I don't mean game two. I have the way. What I mean is if you see clearly, you can navigate your own life for the rest of your life just fine. And you don't need any group or cult or organization to sell you a whole bunch of nonsense and waste 10 or 15 or 20 years of your life so you can come to the same place that you may be right now, which is kind of open and uncertain. Awesome. Coaching. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. I will see you in a couple weeks. Have a beautiful life. Live more, fuck more, eat more good food, more self-pleasure, more fun, focus and orient your life around pleasure. The secret to feeling good is feeling good. The opposite of pleasure is more pleasure. If that's too simple for you, fine. Go join a cult. I'll see you in 10 or 15 years. Otherwise, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Love you guys. Mind is a co-production of LK Publishing and Soul Light Inc. and is solely responsible for its content. To learn more about our life coaching, our products and services to expand your mind, optimize you physically, emotionally, and mentally, sexually, and spiritually, please head over to lawrencelanoff.com. You can find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and any place you download podcasts, and also on lawrencelanoff.com. And listen, it's a big deal to us. If you like this show, please let your friends know. It really makes a difference. Just one comment, and I would love it if that comment came from you. One comment can really make a difference and keep us on the map. Because my intention in sharing these stories with you, these podcasts, is to find community and find like-minded people who can speak the language of an optimized belief system. 
who was who are people who are willing to see clearly in life. We need to have conversations with open-minded people. This is important for deep, true, deep connection in life. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this episode right now. Send it to somebody you love, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Thank you again for joining me on the Optimized Mind podcast.